Hello everyone and welcome back to another ESL podcast. Welcome back to the final part of this podcast. I'm so grateful to have gone over these last two speaking parts and now we're into the final one. Okay, so in saying that, she does such a great job, okay? The good is, oh man, I could tell you the good right now. I'll probably discuss it at the end, but again, It's very, very important to give great supporting examples, right? Uh, It's also important to use linkers. Now, she uses a fair amount of linkers and did, especially in her part two. But when it came to a part three, or when it came to a part three, she kind of lacked them. So with that being said, I don't want to give too many details right now. But I want you guys to hear me, coach her. I want you guys to hear her, and then we're going to break it down at the end. And in the podcast. Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. And here I am today, Arsenio, bringing you the second part of this. And, mm, you know, I'm going to give you some nice details after this. But, guys, without further ado, you guys got to hear this one. This is definitely, probably, one of the best speaking part twos I've ever done. Now, unfortunately, I I hadn't brought on the uh, guy from uh, Pakistan because I think he... Is another person that would have contended for the title, right, in terms of the speaking part. But this woman right here, she did a phenomenal job. And I want you guys to listen and take notes very carefully. All right. Anyways, all right. Go back to the screen share. Okay, so looking at this topic, it says, Describe a very difficult task that you succeeded in doing as part of your work or studies. With that in mind, You look at what task did you do, why this task was very difficult, how you worked on it, and explain how you felt when you had successfully completed the task. I want you to tell it in a story type of format, because here in Thailand, they kind of just look down and say, what task you did? Uh, Well, I did this. Um, You know, the task, it was very difficult (laughs) because I'm like, guys, you're going to get a five. All right, don't do that. But you, I know you'll do well. So I'll give you however much time, no more than a minute to prepare. (laughs) That's what they'll do. Unless you're ready right now. Are you ready right now? Okay. Oh. No, I mean, I need one one minute. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll give you one minute starting now. Okay. 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 You ready? Let's do it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me get my timer. Let me get my timer. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to time, time you on this one to see how you do. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> Should I go? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Should I start? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay. okay. So, um, yes. Since I'm uh, at a team lead position in my company, so I am often needed to uh, deliver the project software to projects to the clients. So uh, I came across uh, this difficult, really difficult scenario once in my lifetime that I had to interact from front end engineers and uh, with the back end engineers, and I needed to bring them together to work on a project and to deliver it on time to the clients. 
So um, it was a very difficult task uh, because um, the methodologies that uh, both front end and the back end team were using were entirely different, and they, there was no understanding as such and between the between the two teams, and also they were not at all on the same page. So I had to uh, bring them together to work together as a team and it was very difficult uh, because uh, uh, they both were having their own ideas at the mind. So what I did was I uh, brought them together. I created um, a mutual workaround by giving them some set of timelines and also a fixed pattern to work. So they both come on same page. And uh, I would say it was a very satisfactory task uh, after, of course, I achieved it uh, because there was a lot of appreciation uh, across the floor uh, in my office for me. And also, I think I uh, have created a new team, uh, adding them both front end team and back end team. And in future, I can use such resources uh, for uh, better development of the projects. And it was amazing working with them at the end once they started getting uh, more understanding of each other. So I'd say, yes, uh, it, was a, it was a very ambitious task in starting, but at the end, it was very fruitful. Wow. That was so good. You, oh, you're supporting details and how you leveled everything out. Like you gave two big supporting details, what you did, the future, you, it, it was so systematic. Now, again, there was repetition. I heard you say very difficult, like probably more than four times. Um, you said oftenly, now you can't use, again, adverb of frequency with the L-Y, you know? Um, that's just like the little critique that I heard right off the back. Um, need, um, again, past tense. If you're talking about it in past tense, Make sure you use those past tense verbs. So instead of saying need, you say needed, right? Um, and again, I'll give you a crazy full rundown in the end. One word that I found particularly, uh, well, yeah, that I realized that was difficult for you was I had to figure out what you said. It took me about two seconds, but methodologies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that word, I know, because when you said it, I'm like, oh my God, what syllable should I stress? methodologies oh okay the third one all right got it so some of these uh -huh. words they're very big as a quick feedback concept stay away from them if they're oh. very big but again methodologies now you understand but if you're unaware of how to pronounce it it's better to deter away just so you can you know avoid you know conflict or avoid anything you know what i mean so but, oh, <laughs> that was Fantastic. Um, because again, you opened it up, you, you set the scene, you had the theme. I felt like I was almost there. You were talking, you said front end, back end. You used a wide range of vocabulary, wide range of phrases. As a result, you used linkers. That was insanely good. Okay. So bravo, bravo. A pat, oh, I'm sorry, pat your head. Wait, pat your hand? Yeah, pat your, <laughs> what, what, what is that saying again? Pat your hand on your back. What, what, is that really how you say it? Yeah. Pat your hand pat on your Pat on the back. Oh, there you go. Pat on the back. Oh my God, I'm terrible. So guys, that is the end of this specific speaking part two. Now, what I'm going to detail here is she had the opening statement. She had the scenario and explanation. 
the resolution, the conclusion, and the future tense. Now, it was just over two minutes long. That won't be so much of a problem, okay? Now, I tell my students to kind of fall between the minute and a half to two minutes, but she did such a phenomenal job that I know the examiner would not ask a follow-up question. It's kind of like when you do these speaking, okay, these speaking parts, you want to make sure you answer all the questions within your speaking so therefore the examiner doesn't have any questions afterwards. If you go through all the details systematically, just as she did, you will negate any question asking after that. And that's exactly what they want you to do. Like, can you, are you able to storytell in a way that you answer all your questions so I don't have to ask you a follow-up question? That is phenomenal, right? She used a great linker. She said, I came across. That's an excellent phrasal verb. Again, obviously the improvements, she said oftenly, but she should say often. Um, past tense, right? So she said need to, but she should have said needed to, right? Now, she, there was a mispronunciation with the word methodologies. Um, she said not at all on the same page, but just not on the same page. Both come on the same page, but both get on the same page. These little, well, I guess you could say errors. Again, I needed to re-listen, and so I can walk her through the process and say, okay, there were a couple of things over here you could have done well at and this, but at the time of speaking, that was fantastic. Now, when the examiners get that audio back and they start recording it, they'll be able to find all these little details. So if you're able to limit those, you'll be a winner. But this is hands down from a non-native English speaker, one of the best speaking parts I've ever heard. So in saying that, she's got the title right now. I'm going to have to wait until... You know, in future, in the future, in terms of who could do better than that. But, ooh, you got a lot. You have a lot to contend with. So, big shout out to her for doing such a great job. And, guys, I do advise you to follow a similar format. So, in saying that, guys, I'm your host as always. Stay tuned for part three, over and out. Guys, welcome. And, you know, that is the end of the part three. So, here we go. Let's talk about some improvements that she needs. There are just a couple of things. Let me give you an example. She said you need to be dealing with, again, you just drop the, uh, what is it? You need you, you just have to drop the, the B, right? And then you have to change it from a gerund to a noun, right? Because we can't say to dealing. So it would be you need to deal with instead of you need to be dealing with. She also said a job of a chef but that actually just equals chef. She said, you cannot do anything. You cannot overcome the obstacle. There are just some ways to rephrase this. And this is, these are some of the things that I actually wrote down. And at the bottom, I said, you give great supporting details and talks. I'm, I'm sorry, supporting details and examples in all of your talks, right? You said very ambitious, intentionally. That's great vocabulary. Might not be as good as, that's an excellent comparison, right? Supporting examples, in my opinion, supporting details such as hard work and determination. These are all super, super positives, but it's just the small errors that she needs to get better at, right? We're talking about, you know, the grammatical errors or the misplaced articles, right? And using gerunds incorrectly, referring back to, you know, the you need to be dealing with or using just the infinitive, you need to deal with. So, again... How can she improve this? 
by probably re like reading, listening, and speaking at the same time. Netflix does a great job with this. Now, I'm not saying watch slang documentaries, something that's more professional and something that where there isn't that much slang. So she could hear the gerunds and the infinitives along with the articles so she could understand it more. Very, very important stuff because once she overcomes that hump, she's going to be very, very solid. Now, I would say she would get at least a 7, 7.5. If she can limit the air, she'll get 8 to 8.5. No bullshit. No bullshit. Okay? I'm calling it how I seize it. All right? She is there. It's just you got to just work on the little mechanics and she's going to be ready to go. So in saying that, guys, thanks for tuning in to this three-part podcast. If you guys have any questions or you want to be coached or follow me on Instagram, all the links are in the description. Do not fear. I am here to help you. All right. So stay tuned for more over and out.